Welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey everybody, Doug Addison here. Welcome to Spirit Connection Podcast. It's Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. And wow, are we on turbo time or what? We're rolling into a new season of June. It's a new season because it's Pentecost and we've been in a season of hearing God from Passover to Pentecost, which is in June. But anyway, for right now, this week, I want to really help you break through the barriers that's trying to stop you from hearing the Lord and also trying to just really kind of keep you held down. Wow. It's called the fear of being deceived and it has been operating, but we're going to break through. We're going to break this thing and break through. Lord, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you that your word never changes, that you never change. Everything around us might be changing, but You're our solid rock. And Lord, I pray for that power of encouragement, the power of the anointing of the Lord to rest, both virtually and where everyone is seated right now, whether you're in your house or you're in your car, uh, in a group, no matter when you listen to this, the Lord says that He is moving outside of time. So it doesn't matter what dates we're using here, the Lord can use this message at any place and pull it in in Jesus' name. Amen. There's a lot of crazy stuff going out there right now about uh, hearing the voice of God, particularly. You know, people have been wounded by the prophetic, but that doesn't mean we should toss out, you know, the ability to hear God. Don't throw out, toss a baby out with the bathwater. We do need the ability to hear God, but there's some things that you need to take into consideration. I want to do a little crash course on this to bring a breakthrough and alignment with you. First of all, the biblical foundation to hear the Lord. This is really, really important. The first one, we're going to take authority over distractions. That's not on my list, but I just saw the Lord say, you know, you need to take authority right now over any kind of distractions for people right now. In Jesus' name. Well, the foundation, the biblical foundation for hearing the Lord is what I use. Ephesians one seventeen. I keep asking that the God, our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. Whoo, that's good. That's a good thing. The foundation for wisdom and revelation is to know the Lord better. That is what I base everything on really much. And then 1 Corinthians 14, 3, Paul says this. He says, But the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouragement, and comfort. The Lord is calling us right now to learn to hear His voice. Well, you can hear all types of things. How you communicate it and how do you interpret it then is what really counts right now. And it takes time and you need to wrestle it sometimes. The Lord's calling us to learn to hear His voice and then filter through it and also how to prophesy it out. You don't have to be a prophet to do this. But he's calling us to learn to hear God 
and learn to filter that through a loving filter of a loving father because some people have some wounds that need to be healed up and it can distort the ability to hear the Lord. So again, you don't have to be a prophet to hear the voice of God. Prophecy and hearing the Lord needs to be a function in our life, a function in our community or church businesses. And when we see it that way, then, you know, some people say, well, it needs to be a function instead of a title. Well, yeah, it's okay. You know, I have a title of a prophet, but, you know, I don't necessarily have it on my business card, but it doesn't matter. The whole point here is if, if you start seeing the prophetic as a function, it allows you to operate biblically. And I'll show you. I'm going to unpack this. First Corinthians 14, 1 Corinthians 14.1. It's again, I'm going to nail this on a foundation of love. Paul says, follow the way of love and eagerly desire the gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy. Paul was an apostle. He was also an evangelist. And, you know, you can hear God. We can use all the gifts. The Lord shows us. He was also prophetic. Jesus was all things. He was a Swiss army knife. Paul was a Swiss army knife. You can be all things to all people, or you can actually flow in the gifts. Now, you might have one more than another, but the Lord allowed you to flow in them off. Notice Jesus and his disciple, they operated in all the gifts, including hearing the Lord. You know, that means that you can do it too. Jesus said this. He said that you will do even greater things. So, you know, Let's dive into the deep end of this about the obstacles to hearing the voice of God. Biggest one, the fear of being deceived. Oh, my goodness. You know, I've been a trainer for years. I went out on the road uh, the first 10 years of my ministry. I was out on the road 150 days a year. You know, I was doing conferences and training. I met a lot. Then I, the next 10 years, I was on doing online stuff and coaching up. I've been helping people train them. And I noticed something. There's something in common that people have. It's the spirit of fear. And it's not from the Lord. Second Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Power, love, and a sound mind. So we kick out the spirit of fear. You always need to replace it with something. Power love, a sound mind. And it's a process. I remember a few years ago, I got back into a fearful time, you know, because of sickness, because of things happened. And I had to kick it out and take authority and impart those things back in. You know, the actual phrase, do not be afraid, appears over 70 times in the Bible. And I've heard it's actually more than that, but uh, do not be afraid. I've heard uh, some different, so don't quote me on it. It might be way more than that, but I think it's it's a lot. <laughs> Put it that way. Jesus said it a bunch of times. Do not be afraid. And, uh, you know, if you want to get eyes that see and ears that hear, that Jesus talks about in Matthew 13, you'll need to clear away those lenses of doubt, unbelief from your spiritual understanding. You can also get rid of the critical judgments and attitudes. Now, I'm going to give you, this is the bottom line. If you want to jump started to hearing God a little more accurately, get rid of these things. Doubt, unbelief, and judgments. They will shut you down from hearing the Lord more accurately. Now, you'll still hear them because he loves you, but... 
you want to really tune up this next level and master what the Lord's doing right now, these are the, some, some things I'm going to go through here. And so, you know, we need to actually get rid of spiritual dullness. There's a dullness. Your spirit can actually get dull. And the enemy has come in. He's stolen uh, many people's ability to discern, to learn. To discern. You can do this. You can actually know the difference between God, yourself, and the enemy or Satan. You can do this. I train people all the time. I used to think it was impossible that if you got this, you know, you'd write a best-selling book. Hey, you know what? I did. I wrote it in a book. In my book, Hear God Every Day, I talk about this, about how you can tune in to the Lord and get rid of that unclarity. And so, Another thing is to stop using, you know, when we stop using the spiritual gifts or anything, actually, especially hearing God, we will lose our edge or our ability to discern. So many people have the fear of being deceived because they've actually stopped using or never was trained in it. And so these negative clouds to discern come in confusion. But I tell you, God is a good father. He's a father of lights. It says that the father of lights, you know, he will show you what it is that you need at any time. And he is a good, good father. He wants to share his heart with you. He wants to share things with you. But a lot of times, like I had in the past, I had some negative things, not from my father, but from some other people that had treated me badly. And my father actually died, you know, went tragically when I was 10. So yeah, there was things where I lost I lost that edge, but I had a great, really good stepfather who's still my father today. And I have a father in heaven as well, but I had to learn to discern what God was saying. And to do this, you can actually do it in a joyful process and not be afraid. You need to do things in joy. You really do. If you've noticed I do this, it wasn't automatic for me, but it is now. And you can do this too. Hebrews 4.16 says, let us approach the throne of grace with confidence that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Boy, someone needs to stick that in the refrigerator. <laughs> Hebrews 4.16. Ooh-wee, man, that's a good one. One of the greatest needs that we have right now is hearing the voice of God and also to extend grace and mercy to ourselves and others in the process. So I'm going to go over some things and some fears. Why we got this all wrapped up in the fear of being deceived is because of some of the things I'm going to go over right now. I'm going to break this off and pray over you, and it will indeed activate you, bring you to a new level. So I want you to let us know what's going on, how this impacted you. First of all, the fear of being deceived can be taken care of by practice. Fear of being wrong is one of the strongholds in here. So, you know, you don't have to share everything you hear from the Lord. In fact, it's a good idea to learn to write things down. Find some trusted friends that you can do. When I started out years ago, you know, and I was practicing hearing God. So I'd write it down. I wasn't sure. I wrote it down. And then we had a Sunday night Prayer and praise, spirit open, uh, kind of like open to the spirit meeting. We're talking 30, 40 years. I mean, this was a long time ago. But I would write it down and bring it to those and let them help me discern how to deal with it. Then later on, 
Well, I started learning to hear God in public because I was one of the forerunners in prophetic evangelism. We would go out to the mall or go out in public, go out to Starbucks, and, and we'd get word. We'd write them down, and we'd get words. We wouldn't even share them with people. We'd just write them down see what others would get. And we would practice that way in a safe way. And then later on, the Lord began to open it up more. But you need to practice in a safe place. The most powerful thing that you can do right now is to learn the power of encouragement. That's the prophecy is for strengthening, encouragement, and comfort. And so the Lord wants to work things out with you. When it comes to hearing God, there's been a lot of unhealthy emphasis on being perfect and accurate all the time. Oh my goodness. So that's why people have the fear of being deceived because they think they have to be perfect because there's been some Bible verses taken out of context, you know. It make you feel like that if you say something wrong, you're a false prophet. That's not true at all. You know, we need a place. That's not the Lord. He's not legalistic, <laughs> you know. He's not that way. You don't need to be 100% accurate when it comes to hearing God. In fact, when you do this, especially in the practicing times, or even when you do something else, there's grace for you. You know, that legalistic view of God is something that, you know, is kind of a, a religious spirit or a legal, you know, legalism. It will shut you down from hearing the Lord. Maybe it has. We're going to pull this off of you right now. No one is perfect. Even now, I have to run things by people. I've been doing this a long, long time. So I, I kind of get the flow of it. I can tell when to share things and when not. You don't have to share everything, especially at the beginning. According to 1 Corinthians 13.9, we know in part, we prophesy in part. But now we're not seeing the full picture. But later on, the Lord will indeed show you things. He'll show, sometimes I know that I'm only getting a piece. Maybe you've done this. Maybe you feel like you've had a dream or you, you got a piece of the word. Then suddenly, oh my goodness, someone like me or someone else like, oh my goodness, Doug Addison just said that. Or the daily prophetic word just said that. That's good because it's a confirmation. He wants that. The Lord wants it. He wants us to be a body. You know, the body parts made up of body parts. God has grace for you. And he has grace for your mistakes. You need to have grace for your mistakes. But be careful. Don't get too, you know, don't hurt anybody. And, uh, you know, we can turn things around. And if you do have something wrong, uh, you know, if you get something wrong for yourself even or other, just be humility and ask for forgiveness and move on from it. And know that God, He will use your mistakes. He'll use things later on. In cases, maybe I've seen something and I called, you know, I spoke a word over someone and it didn't seem right. And then they came up to me later and said, oh, you know, it was, it was actually right. I just didn't get her. I was embarrassed, you know. Or they said, you know, that wasn't right. But then suddenly I see another person and it is the right person. And, you know, so I took it to this next level. So the Lord will use your mistakes. Here's another one. The fear of disappointing God. Some people don't want to say anything. Jesus said in Matthew 19, 14, he said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of God belongs to these. So God does not despise immaturity. Jesus said, you know, let the children, that could be you know, at any mature level, you could be an adult, but yet in the prophetic and learning to hear God, you could be less mature. And Jesus says, hey, you know what? Don't hinder them from coming to me. God does not dislike you or does not dislike immaturity. 
He doesn't expect a five-year-old to do brain surgery or drive a truck, you know. And he's got grace for you. You need to have grace for yourself and others. We need a grace environment. That's what we have in Light Connection. We're full of grace. And, you know, as you grow and mature, God will test you, you know, for the purposes of promoting you for greater levels of maturity. But, yeah, when you're growing in it, it's fine. We need to put on the Holy Spirit training wheels and have meetings or have places where it's safe to do these things. It's okay to practice. When I first started practicing to hear God, people at my church said, what are you doing? You can't do that. Uh, well, it's actually in the Bible, if you didn't know it. And why couldn't I do it? Practice You practice teaching. You practice music. You practice administration. Why can't you practice hearing the Lord? And I'll show you here in a minute where it is in the Bible. And we do indeed need to practice. There's a strong nurturing ability that's being released right now. We need nurturing relationships. I love the Internet for that. I love the fact... Look at the positive side of the Internet. You know, there's negative things. But you can have nurturing relationships with other people that aren't around you because obviously all churches aren't geared towards you know all churches aren't like in like connection in other words you know, we're we're an online church and a, a parachurch training ministry and so you know I've been a church planner so I know that you know churches and pastors you know, don't judge everything you see there. They're doing the best they can in most cases. Sometimes there's some things that you might need to move on from, but I'm just saying, use the internet or use other ministries or read books or be part of things where you can get this extra training that you need in the spiritual gifts or in this case, like hearing the voice of God. That's why we offer things in like connectiondougannison.com. We offer a lot of training on how to do this. So here's the biggest thing. If you want to know how to be accurate, how to know the difference between God, yourself, and the enemy. You need to study the real to uh, spot the counterfeit. Jesus said this in Revelation 3.18. He told the church of Laodicea, they were lukewarm towards him, this group, and they had lost their ability to see and hear spiritually. And his remedy for their spiritual blindness was... He says, I want you to buy from me spiritual salve to put on your eyes. So you might need to do some things. You need to break some things up. Now, that's kind of a parable or a prophetic thing. It doesn't mean to use salve, obviously, but here's how we do it. I want to give you some spiritual salve to put on your eyes right now. First of all, just ask the Lord to remove any blindness, any dullness that you might have. Ask Him to anoint your eyes and your ears to hear and see. You don't have to be a seer, so to speak. You don't have to see things. You know, you could be an accountant. You could be anything. You could be a teacher. You could be anything and still hear the Lord. And it doesn't matter. So I've used a language sometimes. It sounds like I'm talking about being a seer. But learn to spot the real and study the real. If you went to work for a bank or the FBI, you know, the counterfeiting money department, you would not study the counterfeit stuff. You would study the real money so that you would then could feel that was real. And then you would recognize the counterfeit. This is the same with the Lord. By knowing and understanding the real. So here's what I tell you. I say this all the time. If you want a breakthrough, this is your breakthrough training moment here. Go back to the last time you know you heard the Lord. Or maybe you answered a prayer and study it. How did it come to you? 
How did it feel, smell, taste? I've had to do this. In fact, sometimes I do this right now. And when I get something big, I, I'm like, wow, this is pretty big. How'd that come to me, you know? I start thinking about it, especially if it's something that might be a little bit unusual. Because the Lord will use this for you. One of the biggest pitfalls people have when learning to hear God is they focus too much on the enemy, on the demons, rather than God and the angels. And so we could get preoccupied. There's got to, it needs to be a balance. I have a balance of both. And so ask the Lord to bring angels with you to open your eyes, to give you discernment. And we can discern God's voice by going back to the last time that you heard the Lord or that he answered prayer and practice. Now, where is it in the Bible to practice? Hebrews 5, 14. But solid food is for the mature who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. Well, here it is. If you're afraid of being deceived, Hebrews 5.14, distinguishing good from evil is a prophetic gift called discernment or discerning of spirits. It's a gift of the Lord. Why wouldn't he want you to have that? My goodness, he wants you to hear his voice, right? And he wants you to practice. And he said, the writer of Hebrews says that Hebrews 5.14, he just says this, by constant use, you will do this. So I'm going to do a prayer right now to activate your faith and to take you up to this next level of the Lord. And so there's some great Bible verses that you can pray, a decree. One of the ones I really love is Ephesians 1.18. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened, that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance of his holy people and the incomparable great power for those who believe. Start now reversing this. Ask the Lord to remove your spiritual dullness. Ask him to give you angels. Ask him to activate the ability to hear the Lord, especially as we're moving into June. And again, it doesn't matter when you watch this, but we're moving into a time. He's going to do something right after Pentecost in June and July. It's going to be an amazing time. God is going to move. We ask him right now, Lord, would you do this? Would you wipe away all those negative experiences? We pray that you would do the break open and that you would allow us to hear your voice accurately. We would know the difference between ourselves, other sources, and you, Lord. We pray that you would sharpen our discernment. Give us angels. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear. Activate dreams and visions around us in Jesus' name. Amen. DougAddison.com is my website. Follow me on social media. And, wow, all over social media. And I've got a, an offer right now, a training. It's called the Courts of Heaven Mastery Kit. It'll help you. It combines all of my Courts of Heaven material plus some bonuses some new training and some bonuses, too many to mention. I mean, this is a full-on, this would cost well over well over $300. But we're doing a huge value right now for $97. Go to DougAddison.com forward slash Quartz Mastery. Quartz Mastery. And, uh, ooh, man, I, I can't wait what's going to happen here. We have some things going on. Got another workshop that's going to help you. And this is a... On demand means you can take it anytime and you can download it, listen to it anywhere. It's called Growing in Prophetic Wisdom and Understanding. Growing in 
prophetic wisdom and understanding. It's on sale for $27. It's a two-hour trading with me. Pray over you in it, and it's on demand. DougAddison.com forward slash growing. All right, God bless you. I'm so excited. Next week, I'm going to be giving the prophetic word for the month of June and more. All right, see you soon. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.